You want a life where you can fully embrace yourself. You want to live life on purpose and on your terms. You want to tap deeper into your soul as you grow into your purpose work and you no longer want to hide in the shadows. Hey, I'm Danielle Amy and I am obsessed with helping humans human. I am on a mission to normalize that we are here to feel, heal, experience, connect, and grow. I have transformed many darker sides of this journey into the most incredible life I could imagine. My ducks aren't always in a row. In fact, I think I lost one. But yet, I have created a beautiful family, comfortable lifestyle, and a freedom-based business along the way. All while learning to love and accept myself as a soul that's on a human experience. Through my intuitive teachings, real talks, and guest interviews, I can help you as we help the world to love ourselves just a little bit more. I often have this phrase that I have said with clients for years now, and to be honest with you, I'm not even sure where I specifically picked it up. I believe some of the influence came from Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth and his book also, The Power of Now, that I read probably a good eight or 10 years ago at this point. And one phrase that I use with my clients is I'm right where I need to be. And that statement often is not very receptive. And what I mean by that is it's, it it can be to one's face as they're people pleasers and they want to respond like, Oh yeah, I'm totally right where I need to be. But when they sit with the thoughts of who they are, what they expect themselves to be, and what they should have become by now, it it doesn't it doesn't have acceptance. It doesn't have acceptance whatsoever. And so, for those of you that have been, I guess, in this predicament for some time, of wondering and asking why stuff isn't moving forward the way that you have perceived or expected that it should have been by now, especially if you've been doing lots of self development work and you're in you know, the spiritual world and gifts and reads and awakening. And there's this portion of life that if you have been in those worlds, that in fact has been being a disservice to you. And I don't say that to put anything down. I say that to bring light to more than likely where you have ended up and where you've ended up is in another box in another caliber of life that has set you up to expectations and what you feel like you haven't met. Because if you're right where you are and you're right where you need to be, and the now is exactly where you're supposed to be at, everything is exactly as it needs to be. And I know then there's some of you that's like, well, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. They're only words. They're not definements. They are emotional experiences that you need to feel not avoid. And they can present themselves in many different ways. And so I think it's the notion that if you accept any of these feelings that are considered on a societal norm as being something to avoid, to something in the the spiritual self-development health world, that that's something to, again, avoid and not be because then you're not quote unquote high vibe and you're not going to manifest these things in your life. But guess what? They're not telling you if you don't actually acknowledge these aspects of yourself, because these things are very important and you basically are turning a cold shoulder upon them and abandoning them and saying that their worth doesn't matter and that the experience doesn't matter. So you're creating a void within your, your cellular system. 
And when you do that, you create voids around you, meaning that it is going to be very hard to attract things of a different caliber into your life because you are creating a mixed signaled environment and it's not very receptive. See it as almost like you have a castle and you've built a moat around it but you never even built an entrance and you don't readily have boats available. So every now and then, if one of these emotions might carry or one of these manifestations that you're looking to call in has a boat, it might be able to get to you. But otherwise, it's going to be really hard for people to get across, you know, because in this moat carries lots of guardedness and to where, you know, people, of course, wants to say that they want success and they want money and they want a relationship and they want to move or they want this amazing business or they want this amazing career. But the considerations is if you're really being honest with yourself, the career may bring what feels like it's going to be more responsibility. The business could bring rejection. People saying that you're not good enough, not everybody liking you, money. Money comes, taxes. People freak out about taxes. Uh, Your worth, um, can it be sustained? Do you believe in yourself enough to carry this through? When you acknowledge these things, it's not because you are giving validity to to limiting beliefs. It's that you are acknowledging them. You're giving them a seat at the table. So in a societal standpoint, again, you might be not wanting to admit that you feel like, and let's use these words because there's often this like stigma of against calling yourself or I feel it's not na- like you're not name calling yourself. You are bringing to light and bringing a voice at the table to recognize all portions of yourself because they matter. So because they matter, we want to acknowledge them. So you as a being can acknowledge them in the best manner that you know how. So there might be a portion of your body, a portion of your emotional system that comes to play. And it might feel like you want to call it a loser. Okay. So in, in a stigma point, people might be like, oh, we well, don't want to call it a loser. Well, maybe you actually need to. That's actually what's going on here. You need to call that portion of yourself a loser because just the word in itself that you're choosing to define it by, by carries this really big power and this energy in your system in the way that you define things. So can it always be changed in the future? Totally. Is it always going to be defined as that? No, unless you choose to. But until you acknowledge that portion of yourself, you shall remain voided. And when you realize that all these aspects of yourself, the parts that are in the struggle, the parts that can't maintain relationships, the parts that have been heavily weighed in debt and so forth, until you recognize that you cannot force the other side or that it's not even about forcing the other side. The other side is no better. Where you're actually trying to move into is the state of being. And the state of being carries no power more to success than it does failure. They're both equal counterparts in the polarity of the experience that you are in. So in your role of your human experience, again, you are a spiritual being having a human experience in the human body you've already done the spiritual stuff. Like you already are that thing. So it's not to go find that. It's to experience humanism. It's to experience diversity. It's to experience tension. 
It's to experience polarity. When you are experiencing polarity, you are not living a linear life. When you really are being expansive in a higher state of consciousness, you're realizing that when pitfalls occur, when failures are showing themselves as you define them, when expectations are not being met, you are meeting yourself. You are actually pleasing yourself. You are actually winning at your life. Now, until if you only hold validity to one side and you don't give yourself the fulcrum and you don't become the fulcrum to create the balance of our harmonic balance, it's not in a balance in a linear state. It's more of giving and taking and giving and taking just like a bank account of spending and receiving. You can't just spend and yeah, can you just receive totally? And if you never spend it, that means that you're not using it. So then you're probably not doing much with your life if that is, say, your source of income, right? So again, you have like a give and take in which you're going to find a happy medium. So some of you may not be those that are like every single day skipping around with like a Mary Poppins personality, but it doesn't mean that you don't have those happy, joyful moments and that you don't live life purposefully, intentionally, and often stay in the state of being. And then for those of you that often are more, you know, Debbie Downer, more pessimistic, feel like life's kind of shit on you. Well, if you stay in that state, again, it's not going to feel so good. But again, if you give yourself some of those Mary Poppins moments where it might not be all the time, but you have those moments, again, you're allowing yourself to start to create that harmonic balance. It's not attaching to either of the two as the definement of who you are. Who you are is both. Who you are is the give and take of all things that are around you and all things that you experience. So for those of you that feel like you're not moving forth, it's because you're denying yourself of who you are today and who you are right now might feel like a loser. And I want you to celebrate her. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Daring to be Human podcast. Until next time, keep on feeling those feelings and expanding further on your soul journey. If you want more, head over to daringtobehuman.com for show notes, links to any resources mentioned in today's episode. And if you are looking to take your human journey to the next level, be sure to check out my private members community. The links are waiting for you at daringtobehuman.com.